Hey, y'all. I'm Brandi Cyrus. Wait, are we live? <laughs> and that's my mom, Tish. Sorry, she's stoned. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How's it going? Um, It's okay. I feel like you're going to need to carry this episode because my mouth hurts. Oh, that's right. Should you tell the stoners what you did today? Yeah. <laughs> so stoners, I went and got some veneers this morning. I already have a few on my top teeth that I did forever ago. Literally, I got my first one in high school because my mom made me. She was like, <laughs> Here's, we can't have your top teeth looking like that. I had this one like not snaggled tooth, but just this one tooth that after almost three <laughs> years of braces would not come down. I think Miley had a similar one, but mine was much worse. And it was just really high up, this left one. And the only way to make it look normal was a veneer. So at 17, she drugged me in there. <laughs> and, and I got uh, two veneers, actually, because to do it, they had to do the front one. And then like, Five years ago, maybe I decided to go in and get one more so that the front four would match. And then my dentist that I've been going to her forever and my mom's been going to her dad forever. Like we've always gone to her. And so she's always asking me, like, do you want to do anything about your bottom teeth? Because they were crooked because I didn't wear my retainer. Go figure. <laughs> and it's just like in photos, you can't ever tell. But when I'm talking on video, I felt like it was pretty obvious, you know, especially like when you're talking on your iPhone and it kind of looks down on you. I could just always tell my teeth were crooked. So she and I talked about options and obviously Invisalign is one, but I'm so scarred because my best friend Kirsten had a horrible experience with Invisalign. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I was like, she was like, I think we can make it look good with veneers. And so obviously that's like a more intense thing. But my mom's got a full mouth of veneers and they look great. So <laughs> And these suckers have been on for 25 years. I know, I know. So I decided to bite the bullet and go in and I got six. So, but what they do is they put the temporary ones on first and then I go back in, what did I say, two weeks or three weeks yeah. and get the permanent ones put on. But it was like three hours of being in the chair with them in my mouth, like doing all the things today. And I'm pretty sore. And like the whole like front side here under my lip is like raw from like them working on my mouth all morning and it doesn't feel great. So it is absolutely miserable. But let's talk about how the reason I probably made you do that is because (laughs) Mammy made me do it. (laughs) Totally. Literally, this would not fly these days. So first of all, it drove her crazy, my teeth, because I had braces also for three years. And one day we are going to have my friend from high school, Missy, on because she will tell you. We had the same orthodontist, and I was the worst patient ever, though. I probably like, was, too. I was not wearing the headgear or the <laughs> rubber bands properly. Yeah. But anyway, or the retainer. So even though I had them for three years, my teeth still felt jacked. And I had tetracycline when I was a little girl. What's that? Which caused this little gray area on the top of every tooth. Ugh. It was like a gray. And so there's nothing they can do How about do that. Get because that? it was from an antibiotic called tetracycline. One more reason to not ever take antibiotics. All I hear is bad things. Yeah. So anyway, Mammy forced me to go get veneers. And then once they gave me the drugs and I was asleep, I was only supposed to have the top six done. And I wake up with a mouthful. She said, 
I was not going to pay <laughs> to get the bottoms done. And while I was asleep, she told them to do it. That's too and that good. She, and she did. And thank God. <laughs> <laughs> they look amazing. I mean, thank goodness she Mammy knows and I know. It's true. It's freaking true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Mammy we did today. Was, yeah. Mammy so, yeah. was all about it. It's so crazy. So the, it's what's crazy is the temporaries are just this one piece, which yeah. is very weird. So it just all feels very, very strange. And then they'll look even better when I go back and get the real ones, I'm I'm guessing, is what they, they tell me. So that's what I've been doing today. Yeah. When the kids and I used to fight, like Molly and I would go, watch the porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> seriously they're not cheap. watch the freaking porcelain i'm serious <laughs> i hope i never have to have mine redone because mine are like 25 years old yeah and back then it was expensive but now it's ridiculous and i don't i'm not doing i'm just like poly dan <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> no Joking. but anyway it is it's wonderful and they look great so yeah so so yeah so and that's the tea on what i've been up to do you want to very quickly tell us about your trip in New York? Sure. It looked like so much fun. I got to say, like, there are parts of me and definitely my friends, too. Every now and then we look at each other and we say, why are we in the club at 35 years old? Like, <laughs> in our mid-30s, still in the club. But we actually have so much fun. And I actually think it's better to hit the club in your 30s because <sighs> you don't make dumb decisions. Like, we have, like, three drinks max. Most of us won't even take shots anymore because that's what makes me so sick. So I just say no to shots in general. And as soon as I'm done playing, we go straight to sleep. Like it's not like we go out after like we really do it right. But we had a great time. Like Halloween is just our favorite holiday. It's my favorite holiday. And it's just the one trip where all the girls want to come and do a big trip. So we went to New York. I played it somewhere nowhere, which is where I have my New York residency. And the theme was villains. So I chose to do Harley Quinn. But I did like the anime version, like the cartoon version instead of like the Margot Robbie version. I feel like everybody does that. And I wanted to be able to wear a leotard because that's more comfortable. So I did that. I got my outfit from Dollskill. I swear, I get so many costumes from there and they always slay. Every time. They really do. They really do. And they're so cheap. Yep. And so my friend Kavanaugh, she's a fashion designer. And one of the makeup artists that they always use for her fashion show at Fashion Week, who works for MAC Cosmetics, he came and did our makeup. His name was Romero. He was so good. It took two hours. I was like, I can't believe I'm sitting here for two hours. It was so worth it. It like made the whole costume. My makeup was so sick. It was insane. It was very cool. I was thinking that. I was like, holy crap. That makeup is amazing. Yeah, he, it took two hours, but he did such a good job. And I, without the makeup, the costume would have kind of been lame, you know? It, the makeup was everything. Yeah. It was so good. Kavanaugh was so funny. She didn't have makeup remover, so she slept in hers. And when she woke up, it had not moved an inch. <laughs> it was like still perfect and none of it was on her pillow. I don't know how. It was crazy. That, that's crazy. I felt bad for her boyfriend having to wake up to the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that is too good. Yeah, it's funny. Okay. Well, it looked like so much fun. Oh, it was Liddy Kitty. And where'd you play? It's a club called Somewhere Nowhere. It's in Chelsea. This is my like fifth show there this year, and it's just always so fun. The club is packed. It's decorated so cool. The lights are amazing. The sound is amazing. It's just a really cool spot. So you saying we look at each other and go, why are we 35 and still in the club? Reminds me that I wanted to, I have just honestly, 
been having the greatest meetings ever out here in California. I love that for you. Tell us about it. Like, it's funny because I love that I have all women at my company. And it seems like most of my meetings are with all women and all women companies. And I'm just meeting so many amazing women, like, and so many of them my age. And it has just been so freaking awesome. Like, people like that I actually really truly like so unpretentious and not what you would think that they're you wouldn't even think they're in the business in some ways like just so many cool people and I was with talking with one of these gals today we went to lunch and she had just turned 60 and she was like you know it's taken a minute to adjust to that and all this stuff because you know once you hit that number like you kind of feel invisible and nobody cares what you have to say because they think you're old or all these things. And I started thinking, first of all, that is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and second of all, I don't feel that way. Oh, cool. I feel like you should be honestly like honored to talk to me because I have been there before you. I have like learned the lessons. I've gone through the trauma Like I've had to bust my ass to do, to even just to get where I am in production world. Like I've hired people, I've fired people. I mean, I've pretty much done it all. And if you think you know better than me, honey, because you're in your freaking thirties, let me just tell you, yeah, no. And I just feel like if, like, fine, you don't have to look at me. I don't care. I don't need your attention anyway. All I'm saying is we need to reverse the way people think about that because I can honestly say that at this age, 56, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I literally, I have never believed in myself ever. I really just haven't. And honestly, I do. And I just like, I always questioned every decision I was getting ready to make. And like, if it doesn't work or am I, I'm going to feel stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that anymore. I think at this age, is when you really start to know who you are and you've learned all the lessons and you're reaping the benefit of having to go through all that to get where we are. Yeah. And I just think that for me, I think women should look up to the women that have been there before them and trust in the things that they have to say and all the things. And it seems like that's not how it's played out in society. And I think I need to change that. How do you plan on doing that? <laughs> I don't know. But, no, I think like, but I do think a little bit of that is starting to switch just a hair, yeah. even as far as some of the models and, in, you know, Instagrammers and TikTokers. I do see a lot of older men and women in those things and people kind of supporting it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's, maybe it's a Hollywood thing. It is different now, too, where I feel like 40s, the new 20 or 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think it's changing a little bit. But for the most part, I mean, I just feel like as you get older, it is true that people stop seeing you. I agree with that. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. 
So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. Well, this is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your I, doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners... $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. <laughs> Uh, the thing that makes me the most mad is all the fucking men that are like <laughs> my age and older that end up dating young mid 20s and like marrying all these 20 year olds. I'm like, that just makes me so angry. I'm just like, I what you want to marry a child? Like what? I, I've never understood that. Like we were, we were talking all... about Chris Evans last night because we watched his yeah. new movie. He's so hot. And he's like, I think he's older than me, actually, maybe just a little bit. And he just married some like 25 year old. I'm just like, I literally cannot. I know. To me, I was just like, 
I don't know, but like that sounds exhausting. Like absolutely exhausting. Yeah. And it's like I said before, like I would just rather be with someone my age that has already gone through all the, like I said, like layers of time from, you know, like to get to where you are, Mm -hmm. to have like conversations of it just it just seems not very compatible i know in the long run and i'm sorry most of these young things are after money and all that and these men think those people really it's just it, i don't know i can't yeah it's not good follow dominic he married an older woman <laughs> and he loves how sure i am i'm sure he does so he also anyway. loves how hot you are. Let's be real. Well, yeah, he does. But he just, he loves my brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, speaking of, should we get into some off limits? Sure. Speaking of amazing women, I do not know why I never knew about this show, but there is a series called Why Women Kill. Did you see it? No, but I've heard of it, I think. It is like so good. I cannot even do who's in it. And so, but Mark Cherry, who did Desperate Housewives, it's his show. Okay. Which is just, if you liked Desperate Housewives, you will definitely love it because he has his stamp on it and very poppy and it's colorful. And mm. so, anyway, it's, uh, I mean, I'm watching it on Amazon, but I think it, it came out on Paramount Plus or something. Mm. And I'm not for sure when it came out, but. It's only like a limited, I don't know if it's a limited series, but it's only had one season. Got it. And the thing I love about it, it's so freaking cool because it's literally about these three different couples in different like time periods, but everything that takes place in their lives and what happens is in one house. So like this couple lived in it in the 50s and then they sold it and the next couple lived in it in the 70s and then they sold it and the next couple lived in it in the 90s and then they sold it and it honestly is so freaking good you have to watch it okay well sounds good it is amazing i just honestly i watched it in two days really and it's like 10 episodes (laughs) Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really, really good. I think you'll like it. Do you like Jennifer Goodwin? Jennifer she- Goodwin. Wait, who is that? What else is she in? I loved oh, her in that. Yes, she's married to the guy from Manifest. Oh, I do. I, I love, love her. her. Mm-hmm. She's in it. And then the brunette girl from the first season of White Lotus. Oh, Alexandra Daddario? Yes. Oh, she's in it. Interesting. She's not my favorite, but. You know what? She was not my favorite in White Lotus at all. She is so much better in this. Really? Yes. And then the other woman is Lucy Liu. Oh, okay. Who, honest to goodness, if she did not win many awards for this, it is a freaking shame because she is absolute perfection in it. I like Like, her. It it is so good. It is so good. So I cannot say enough about that one. All right. Incredible. Yeah. Well, I watched, like I mentioned, I watched that new Chris Evans movie. It's on Netflix. Here's the thing. It's Chris Evans and Emily Blunt. Love them both so much. But the movie is called Pain Hustlers, and it's the same story we just keep hearing. So it's it's just exactly kind of like the one, the Taylor Kitsch series that I loved. That one was called Painkiller, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then Bill Stick, obviously, too, was kind of that similar story. So we watched it. It was good. Emily Blunt's incredible. Chris Evans kind of plays the same character all the time, but it was good. I just liked the series a whole lot better. And I think that's because the series was a little bit like grittier, you know? And I also think with the series, you just have so much more time to actually develop characters. Whereas with a movie, you just don't really get that. Like it was a lot about Emily Blunt and her character and she was phenomenal. But like with that series, you just got to hear, see all the different storylines. And I really liked that about it. It sounds good. It is good, but the series was better. I didn't love Painkiller. I loved it. I loved Dope Sick. Yeah, I liked it too. I think think the reason I like Dope Sick is because I love anything that's shot grittier. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I was so shocked how much I loved Why Women Kill is because it's so poppy and bright. And I tend to love things that are shot way grittier mm-hmm. with, you know, like a little blue and mixed in with the coloring and a very Ozark mm-hmm. coloring is what I love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, so I'm going to watch that though. Sounds good. It's a good watch. It's so funny to me though, like do all these studios not know they're all doing the same show? Like, because this happened with it was Elizabeth Olsen's version of, God, what was her HBO show that was exactly like the Jessica Biel show? Oh, I don't know. Candy. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. So Jessica Biel's version on Hulu was called Candy. Yes. And then I watched it. HBO Love and Death was the HBO version. Even though they were filming. It's funny. I, I saw an interview where Elizabeth Olsen said Love and Death was shot first, but Candy was released first. So everyone kind of said, oh, HBO copied Hulu. It's the same story. But really, Elizabeth Olsen said, we actually shot that show first. But it's so crazy. I'm like, why do studios spend so much money to make the same concept at the same I time? Think because, you know, I, I think they try not to do that. But I think there are cases where there are like stars, celebrities. And probably if it that were not Jessica Biel mm-hmm. and her, I mean, like you, then you've got Justin Timberlake, you've just got. Jessica Biel, mm-hmm. like superstar. And so a studio will do it then. When they have a star that big attached, they'll kind of do whatever they want. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm sure that's why that happened. Yeah. And same, I mean, Chris Evans and Emily Blunt are massive, star, like huge names. Yeah. So, yep. Interesting. It's worth a watch. It's just like nothing you haven't seen. And I just liked the other one better, but that's the only thing I knew I really watched. Did you ever start The Summer I Turned Pretty? I haven't yet. I finished season two. I don't know if anyone that listens to this podcast watches this show. Probably not. But if you do, spoiler alert. I am just so upset with her choice. At this. So, <laughs> you know, this whole show is about a love triangle between this 15-year-old girl and these two brothers. Mm-mm. And the whole thing is that, like, ever since she can remember, she's had this huge crush on Conrad. And then in season one, they get together. But then the other brother also says he has feelings for her and she kisses the other brother. But she chooses Conrad at the end of season one. Then season two, they break up because a tragedy happens and Conrad goes AWOL. So they end up breaking up. And now the end of season two, like. Conrad kind of says, I still love you. And even though I know she still loves Conrad, she fucking chooses the other brother. And I'm like, no. Like, to me, I I get that Conrad hasn't treated her great. But to me, like, Conrad is it. Conrad is the love of her life. And I am just so upset that she chose the other brother. Okay. I love shows (laughs) similar to, like, anything in... I just... I love romance. I We know. You tell us every week. 
I love it. I just love it. But honestly, they just don't make movies like that anymore. What do you mean? And like, there's like, I, we were talking about it today. Like, used to you go to the movies to see like a Nicholas Sparks film mm-hmm. or, you know, like a movie. Now you won't really only go if you're going to see like a Marvel movie or like Barbie. Like, it's not just like. I don't even go to the theater anymore. I know. No one does. And there's just not like a huge variety of movies in the theaters anymore. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So times are I changing. Know. They are and changing. Honestly, Netflix is getting too big for their freaking britches. You know, they're charging people like $23 a month now. Are you serious? They increased their prices. I saw somebody post about it today. I think we should all boycott. And honestly, I I have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. That's what I'm saying. Showtime or something. It's not right. And then I have like Disney and like it's a fortune. I know. It's not then good. on top of my YouTube TV. <laughs> and on top of all that, like they're not paying people. They're just uh, the, you know, that's the whole issue with the strike, right? With a yeah. lot of that stuff is that they're not paying royalties the way they should. They don't. And now they're charging they us more. Roy- they haven't been paying royalties at all on streaming. Mm-mm. At all. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And I literally just saw, I follow Hulu, and all of a sudden, my baby pops up on the screen, and it's saying, <laughs> it all started in the beginning. And then it's like, done, it's Dom and prison break. And I'm like, where's the money? Seriously. Honey, because they're, I mean, like, that's why, like, I'm, like, glad we've, I mean, the strike has been, like, hard on, like, really a lot. Like, the economy in California is really struggling because of mm-hmm. it, because it's like, when the writers and actors are on strike, that affects everybody. The people who build the sets, you know, yep. hair and makeup, wardrobe, like freaking crafty and transpo and like everybody's job shut down. It is so terrible. Yeah. But also the studios have to be held accountable. They can't keep doing that. Like it's not okay. No, it'll just get worse and worse. Yeah. yeah. Some really, you know, anyway. Mm. So... Well, but I'm I'm back to work and I'm loving it. Well, that's just great. I mean, I like I said, like the people I've met, like I think it's been really hard since COVID and the strike and all this stuff. Like, it's so weird to go meet people in person. Mm, Yeah, I know. It's just crazy. But I literally I've just been loving it so much. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost. Um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about Mood. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, Mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love Mood. Yeah. Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single Mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods' new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. All right. Well, I feel like we should do some DRMTs. I feel like we should too. Hi, Tish and Brandy. This is Daniela calling from Kauai. I have a high design question for both of you. So we're looking at properties to buy and build a house on. So it's probably a couple of years out from actually moving into a home. But with these upcoming Black Fridays, like in these next couple of years, I feel a lot of pressure to like what's something that would be really worth getting now. I don't want to become like a total hoarder, but like I love tiles. I just discovered Zia Tile. They have the most gorgeous hues so something like tiles or i don't know just like special accents of the home that would be worth getting on a really good sale is there anything you can think of like some good black friday home sales so again like not little things but kind of big ticket items that would be worth putting away for the next couple of years yeah look forward to hearing what you guys have to say love your show bye i love this question i love this question more than anything Here's what I will say. If you have a place that you can go ahead and get those things and store them, one of I find the biggest holdups in either a reconstruction or a build is for like, you always order, like you'll be like, oh, we need to get our order in. It is always delayed. It always takes longer to ship and to arrive. It's like the biggest things that holds up projects. So I am such a fan of like starting the process now. And if you have somewhere to store things, absolutely. And I think some of the biggest design sales on things that I would get on like a Black Friday is like hardware for your kitchen, hardware for your bathrooms, you know, like faucets Mm. are like one that take forever, like bathroom, kitchen, faucet, faucets, anything that, you know, things like that. And even like hardwood floor, I'm not sure if you know your square footage or, you know, that might be too premature, but 
those are the things that for me, when I've ordered things that have held things up, another one has been flooring, mm-hmm. especially hardwood. Yeah. Because ever since COVID, there's kind of been a shortage and wood has been more expensive and harder to get. Like it's taking much longer for shipping. And I just think going ahead and getting some of those things is very smart. Mm-hmm. My best friend, Kirsten, just bought a place and ordered a bunch of furniture and her couch is taking like six months to come in. Yep. So that'd be another good, like a big investment piece to go ahead and get. And I bet on Black Friday, I bet some of those big companies like Restoration Hardware and stuff, I bet they have good sales on Black Friday. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, for a lot of like white oak, which I love, like I have found so many amazing pieces on Pottery Barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your new desk. Like, that I love. My new desk is, yep, it's from Pottery Barn. Like, I really do. And the one place that you can always find the best deals on someone's time, like Black Friday, is Wayfair. Mm. Genius. Yeah. Yep. Genius. Love that question. Great question. Hey, Brandy. My name is Rosie. I'm calling from rainy UK. I just wanted to say that. I can't even express how much I love you guys, your family. Miley is like my idol since day one, since I can remember. I've loved her and I will never stop loving her. I tell people that like, if she asked me to marry her, then I would 100% do that, even though (laughs) I am straight. (laughs) Um, Right, so... Now I sound very weird, but moving on. (laughs) I wanted to ask you guys about interior design. Like I really want to get into interior design. I have a passion for it and I have like no clue about it. Obviously I have an eye for it, but I just don't have any of the skills. So I really want to do a course that I kind of want to study abroad, but then I don't have the benefits of like studying for a whole year and not earning any money so I will have to have a job as well but I think it's best to like get a job in design somehow I just was wondering if you guys have any ideas on like what jobs I can go into like startup jobs maybe with no experience for interior design or or maybe you can even employ me as your PA. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I love you guys so much. I've actually recently stopped smoking weed um, just because of anxiety and my depression. So without going too much into it, but I am seven days sober and that's eight years of smoking weed. So I'm pretty proud of myself so far. but. We'll see how it goes. Just wanted to say, Tish, you liked my comment about me saying that you are my favourite Taurus. You really are my favourite Taurus. I relate to you so much in everything you say. Like Brandy and Tish, you both have like great styles. Like I love the whole country oh. style, cowgirl boots, <laughs> you know, the leather jackets the hats i just want to move to america and (laughs) live the cowbell dream basically okay love you bye she's cute 
Do you want to take this one or would you like me to? I was thinking it sounds like a perfect situation would be if she found a paid internship in America because she wants to study Mm -hmm. abroad, wants to live the cowgirl dream. And if she needs to make money while she's doing it, I feel like a paid internship would be ideal. I feel like that's probably doable. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But an internship is absolutely the way to go if you're trying to get into interior design and you haven't been to school and to just start out. I think that would be so smart and you just learn so much. And I think what the other option is working with a design firm that's big enough that they need people that show up on like the projects and open all the boxes and place the accessories on it. But at least you'd be getting paid mm-hmm. and you would be learning because you would be there. You know, it, it could be in staging. It could be like staging would be such an also great way to learn. So one of those. Yeah. I, you know, I think so. I think like, I mean, she could, you could say like, go to school for design and whatnot. And I definitely think that's great when people do that. But I also think hands-on experience is so valuable. And so valuable. I feel like you could probably just jump right into it and do like what my mom's saying and either find an entry level position or internship. So, yeah. but I say come to America. It sounds fun to study abroad, not study abroad, uh, work abroad. Although I'm sure the schools for interior design in oh, London, well. I mean, insane. I'm sure they are. But I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. Hello, Brandy and Tish. I'm so happy to be calling in. I love the podcast and have been here from day one. My question is about how to not feel like you're starting your life too late in life. I have a master's degree in special ed and a bachelor's, obviously, and left a three-year-long relationship when I was 27. I'm now 28. And I'm trying to start a new career path, but I'm having a really hard time with feeling like I've wasted my 20s from like 24 to 27. I feel like that time is so crucial. So many of my friends got married and had kids and got promotions. And not that I didn't do things that made me successful, but I really totally changed my life by leaving this long-term relationship and seeking out a new career path. And I'm wondering if both of you have any perspectives on that. I feel like both of you have lived so many different lives and I'm just trying to navigate the feeling of not being ashamed that I'm not as successful as I hoped I would be and how I'm just trying to get some wisdom on how to stay motivated to keep going and keep pursuing things and not feel let down that I'm not in the comparison race, I guess. But I love you both. And I feel like you both are so successful in your relative fields and in other fields as well. So do you have any advice on how to combat those feelings and also on just how to keep pushing through your late 20s? I would love to hear it. Thanks so much. Love you both. Bye. Well, I think the first thing I just want to say, we've kind of already talked about this this episode, is like your 20s, you're still so young and you have so much time. Like where this idea came from that you have to have life figured out by 30 is so ridiculous. And 
I have a bunch of friends that actually are kind of in that like 29 to 31 age range that are kind of still figuring out exactly what they're doing. And I think it's totally normal. I know for me, I completely switched lanes several times from 25 to 30. Like I was flip-flopping different things every like year or so trying to figure out what to do. And I didn't start DJing until I was probably 30. And I it took me probably four years to really like get to the side of that where I felt like I was actually successful. So I would say like, don't let everybody else get to you. Like you have plenty of time and there's plenty of time to recreate whatever you want to do with your life. Mom, how old were you when you got your first production deal? Exactly. I think I was like, I was probably 38 years old, Mm, maybe older. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I would like would have never thought at 30 years old that I would ever be in Hollywood getting a production deal with a major studio. You know, it was Mm -hmm. like, and here's the thing. I think it's so easy to always compare ourselves, but like our, every single person's journey is different. And I don't think one's better than the other. You know, I think you can always look at like, things that you thought were a waste of time. But I promise you, when you get to my age, you look back and are like, oh, that's why that happened. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, like every single step is like growth. Yeah. And I think having the courage to leave a long-term relationship is pretty amazing because honestly, it's the scariest thing you ever will do. And I wish I would have had the courage to do that sooner, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. And I think, you know, really pat yourself on the backs for the things that you have done, like stepping and growing. And like, it's scary to get to leave a relationship. It's scary to leave a job, the career that you've had and starting a new one. And I mean, honestly, I think it sounds exciting and amazing exactly where you're at. Yeah, same. And I think, too, it's important to remember, like, the grass is always greener. And it's easy, especially to look at social media and think everyone's got it figured out and everyone's life is so great. It's not. Everyone struggles. Everybody, like, kind of wishes or, you know, thinks like, oh, so-and-so's life is so much more fun or exciting or together or whatever it is. Like you know, it's just human nature to kind of be envious of what other people have and what you don't. But I don't know, like for me, like I know like for a lot of people having a family and getting married and having kids is like just it. it. It's like the life goal or whatever. But I have a lot of friends that thought that and that and then like not that they're unhappy, but it's like, wow, like I really thought this would just complete me and it doesn't like I still have desires to do other things and do more with my life and everything like and I feel like life is like that. It's like you're constantly striving for these like peaks in life or like these things that you think are just going to like make you so happy or make yourself complete, but then you get it and then you end up wanting to strive for more. And I think that that's okay. I think that's a good thing to want to continue to grow and that it's, you know, there's never going to be like a plateau where like you're just dumb, done and figuring it out. Like you're going to continue to do that. I think oh, for your always. whole life. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just uh, remember that. And like my mom said, like I would just enjoy where you're at because it does sound exciting to have like endless options. Very much does. Yeah. I think too, like surround yourself with other people that are in similar situations to you. Like it's, it's, I'm not saying like ditch your other friends that do have their careers figured out or maybe have families, but like maybe like try and meet some people that are in a similar position as you. Cause I think it's really important to have people around you 
that do that, like kind of like build you up and instead of make you like want something different, kind of encourage the path you're on and maybe like keep people around you that inspire you to, you know, keep growing and keep like learning and figuring out what you want to do instead of like regretting what you didn't do. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us being motivational. I want to do like the chances I'm taking. No, we don't need to do that. <laughs> the moves I'm making. No. On. They're going to That's what I feel like I need to sing to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. One more. Hey, Tish. Hey, Christy. My name is Billy. I'm from uh, Wayne, West Virginia. I need some advice really badly. Um, this past year, I have sucked financially. And I mean, I'm, I make okay money, you know, for being in the medical field. But, like, how in the hell do you guys manage money. I suck at it so bad. I just like to spend money. I like to, to buy things I don't necessarily need if I just want. Um, <laughs> help me, please. I love you guys. Keep on rocking. I love the podcast. And uh, <laughs> hope to hear from you. Bye, guys. That is too good. I love what I discover that we have male listeners. It makes me so happy. I know. And I love that he said that I don't necessarily need. I know. But I want. Uh, well, Tish is not the right person for you to be talking to because she loves to buy things she doesn't need to. It's true. But honestly, I don't really do that anymore. Again, that, <laughs> I think that. You, do, you get stoned and buy shit on Amazon you don't need. That's true, but I just feel like I don't do that as much. And sometimes I feel like, and he sounded so happy, so probably not that. But sometimes I feel like if I were sad or something's missing in my life, like shopping just makes it feel so much better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm just wondering if there's an underlying cause for the shopping. Mm. Because, like, I mean, I used to be a shopper. I know. I love to shop. Like, I could shop every freaking day. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm not like that anymore. I've gotten don't. better. Yeah. I've gotten way better. Mm-hmm. Like, now it feels like a chore. Mm. Well, if you're talking clothes, it feels like a chore. That's what I'm talking about. But clothes. other things like home oh, things and like things. Amazon, uh, I feel like you yeah. love. Yeah, I do. So, huh. yeah, I don't know how much help we're going to be. I know. I have Here's this- the thing like, I'm pr- I'm like good at with money in the sense of like I don't spend money on unnecessary things like I don't really spend money on clothes and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe my fault, although I see it as a strength, is I just think you can't take it with you. <laughs> and if something really makes you that happy, for me it's horses that are very expensive, and you know it's probably spending the money on the horses that I spend, it's probably not really the most practical, smart thing that I do, but it truly just like makes my whole life make sense and you can't take it with you. So I say spend that check and get it right back. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I do not think this is proper advice. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But here's some practical advice. So I feel like there's so many apps out there these days that help you budget yeah. I feel like you should look into one of those. I should ask Kirsten. I guarantee you Kirsten has an app she uses. I'll ask some of my friends that do their own budgeting because I don't do my own <laughs> budgeting. <laughs> uh, but there are like there's so many apps that are make it really easy to track what you're spending. Honestly, even credit cards, like if you have credit cards and you log into the apps on your phone for those, it's actually 
really easy to go on there and see exactly like what percent of your spending is on what. Like it'll tell me like you spent this much on entertainment and this much on food this month and this much on travel. Like they do kind of break it down for you that way, which is interesting. But I feel like there's definitely some apps. We'll do some research and maybe post a few or you can kind of keep track of your spending a little bit because I think if you're keeping track of it and you have a designated amount set aside for like, quote unquote, like play money, then you don't feel bad spending it because like, what if one month you're like, oh, I only spent $200 of my $1,000 of play money. Now I can go spend 800 and not feel bad at all. Like that sounds great to me. So maybe that's a good strategy. This sounds so structured. (laughs) I like some structure. Uh, I know, but shopping is fun. I know it is fun. Also, my other policy with shopping, especially like for me, it's this is pertains more to like clothes, shoes, bags. I don't like to be an impulsive shopper. I don't hardly ever buy something on the spot. I leave it. And if I'm still thinking about it the next day or if I'm if I wake up just thinking about it, I go back and get it. But if I'm not, and I'm like not that heartbroken without it, then I don't. you do? Yeah, I do. That's just so boring. You know what, Mom? Pipe it. This is where you're not being helpful. I am such an impulsive. I know you are. (laughs) And I usually, a lot of times, have bars remorse. I was going to say, half the shit in your closet you've never worn. I know. Don't listen to her. It's just so fun. Don't listen to to her. And you have to have it and you get it. It is a rush. It is an addiction. Don't listen to Tizzle. Yeah, don't. (laughs) Don't make impulse buys. (sighs) All right. Well, that was our last question. Those were great. Even stoners, you guys have been really good about calling the voicemail. But I, you know, just as a reminder, I feel like it's been a few weeks since I've reminded you about our voicemail. Please call into DRMT and ask us questions or just leave us nice messages, whatever you want, really, because it's our favorite part of the episode. And if you want to call in, the number is 5167-STONER. And you can also go to our Instagram, which is at Sorry We're Stoned, and send us a DM. If you live outside of the US, that number won't work. So you could go to our messages. You could either type a message out or you can send a voice message in Instagram, like a voice text. And then we can play that on the podcast too. So make sure and go do that because we love DRMT. Okay. I have to go back for one second to a DRMT. Okay. Y'all can splice this in at the end of this one. What is it? Okay. So. I have to do a retraction of one of last week's DRMT. Last week? Yes. Okay. And it's been it's been bothering me ever since we did it. What do you mean? So do you remember I wish we knew her name? She called in. It was one of the stoners, and she called in and asked me what I thought and what she should do about I think it was her boyfriend. I don't know if it was boyfriend or husband. That didn't like her smoking weed. I do remember this. And I went like, well, does he drink alcohol? Because blah, 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 blah. And he needs to stay in his lane. And all, you know, I was just. You were on one? I was on one. So afterwards, Dom asked me how the podcast went. And I said, I was like, and this one person. And I was like, I'm so happy you're not, you don't mind that I smoke weed. But this one person called in and said, well, and I said, stay in your lane. And he goes, well, that wasn't very, that's not good advice. And I go, yes, it is. You know, <laughs> like, and he was like, no, it's really not. Like she called in and wanted real advice from you. 
and like you just like are being funny and whatever but she might have gone back because you said that and like started saying your lane and all this and he said because if you like let's just say because pot affects me really well but I also when I smoke I'm definitely in la la lane mm, yes you are and which Dom actually loves because then he can watch sports and does not <laughs> deal with me <laughs> but she she was like well maybe it puts her in la la land and his feelings might get hurt because she's not spending time with him or blah, blah, blah. And you just never know what the cause was. And I was like, oh, crap, that is so true. Like, I hope she didn't go stay in your freaking lane and then, then break. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to say I should not have said that. And actually, I think Dom's right that you should have a very open, honest conversation about it and see what is the, the root of him not wanting you to smoke marijuana. Okay. you That really kept you up at night, huh? I, I'm not even joking. Like, I felt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, there's are the retraction. So, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, even though when he told me, I go, relax. I'm sure you did. <laughs> you are so nuts. <laughs> but then I thought about it and I was like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm. that should have been my reaction. Insane. Okay, um, so. Well, I was going to do some baked goods, speaking of shopping, but you haven't bought much. That's very exciting. Well, just let me go over a few things. Fake, fake, airbrush, I- streak, free self tanner. Don't tell Molly. <laughs> Fake bake self-tanner spray is so freaking good. I don't like it. And most of the time you cannot get it. It is amazing. It's not my favorite. What else did I get? Some eyeglass nose pads, which is boring. Oh, but who are you I buying birthday you... banners for? Your sister. Oh, you're getting you're getting ahead of it, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Is that all I bought? I mean, paper towels, dishwasher detergent, nothing good. Mm, bummer. Some all may <laughs> lip oil. How's that? I, no, I'm not buy that. Yeah. All may lip oil? All may lip oil, dolce de leche. Yeah, it's you because there's also dog food and it's the taste of the wild in the same order. <laughs> you also got a julep eyeshadow, waterproof eyeshadow stick. Oh, you know what? I just haven't gotten to the post office mm. yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll let you know all about that next week. I got some reflective collars for my cats. <laughs> we are sad. I know. It's pathetic this week. <laughs> you know what I was going to say, though, about Amazon and all these? First of all, no wonder he spends money. Like, every single thing I seen that's on Instagram like is tailored right to me, and I have to have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And wait, what was I going to say? <laughs> I feel like you're not even that stoned. How are you forgetting shit? <laughs> Like, how do these influencers change out their freaking rugs and furniture and accessories, like, all the time to, like, put them up and, like, us buy them and they get the prop, whatever, you know, like that Amazon, what's it called? Influencer program. Oh, yeah, Amazon. Where if you buy what they put up and they get money, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, so many of them are constantly doing, like, fake olive trees and accessories and cookware and this and rugs and i'm like they have to spend so much money at amazon i know to just be able to do that part of me wonders if they buy it and then return it that's what i'm wondering i always think that because like it'd be like well, what like there's no way you could possibly use all this stuff in your house i know a cluttered mess mm-hmm. so like 
maybe that is what they did. I always wonder. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay, well. Very. Well, I guess that's all we got, huh? Go rest your teeth. <laughs> I know. It's, I, got to, I got to take some drugs because it's starting to hurt. Oh, no. They gave me, though, you guys, you know what the best thing ever is? Those 800 milligram uh, ibuprofens that they give you at the doctor, they hit different than four Advil. They just do. (laughs) They do. Keys and I talk about it a lot. And I always save the ones I don't use for this stuff because when I'm on my period, they are clutch. Really? Yes. I'm telling you, they're different. So that's what she gave me is like the 800 milligram ibuprofen. So I'm about to pop one of those bad boys. Great. I'm glad she didn't offer you hydrocodone or Percocet. I wouldn't take that anyway. I think hate when they do that. Yeah. It's just not okay. I didn't even like, well, I've had surgery in the past and they've given me that and I don't even take it because I don't like to do that. When I had my boobs cut yeah. off, <laughs> I did not take it at all. No, I don't like taking that like, stuff. I do not like it. It's terrible. And that is the problem. That is why we have an opioid. Yeah, I do take them up on the laughing gas though. That's fine. Honestly, opioids. I have a killer dentist playlist on Spotify that when (laughs) it's good, like for when you get high and you just put your noise canceling headphones on. I'm gonna post it for everyone because it's it's good. Great. It takes. She always says she's gonna post and do things, and she never does. You're right, but I am gonna post the Spotify list because it's good. (laughs) Okay, great. It's good. All right. Well, we love you guys so much. Wait, what did I say? I needed to go watch. I'm not sure. The Emily Blunt movie about the the pain hustlers. Pain hustlers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is it gritty? No. Mm -hmm. No. It's just okay. I don't know if you're going to love it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. I need a series to watch. I don't know what to tell you. I, I've, I've been watching Lessons in Chemistry, but I don't think you're going to like that either. Oh, I love it. I've already, I'm up to speed. <laughs> you are? Yeah. And you still like it even after the accident? It's awful. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know if I could keep watching it. I was so upset. I know, but it's so it really sad. I it know. makes me sad. I know. It's a sad show. It, it, you know what? I'm shocked that show got made. Really? Yes. It's a great the heaviness, it's a great book. and I love it. It's so great. But Brie Larson does a lot of heavy movies. It's so good. So yeah, Lessons in Chemistry, highly good. recommend. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn, and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.